Pulpit Chair. This is Flux to Pose, episode 199, recorded on February 13th, 2018, on the docket today, IRL. Get caught up on what you're playing, featuring all the great things like War Witcher 3 and Night in the Woods. Finally, we'll close out the show with the community grab bag and the sweet, sweet, awkward finish. The road to episode 200 is nearly ended. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Enjoy the show. Yes, it's Flexible's time. I've been fist pumping since Push to the Limit. I can't stop. I won't stop. I love it. Till you get enough? Yes. Okay, my arms are tired now. That's way too much. That's way too much workout. I'm Jason. He's Lucas. It's Flexible's. It's episode 199. We are almost to 200. I can't. I can't believe it. Lucas just... He just parted his hair in ridiculous fashion. I did the Lucas. 90s part. Oh, <laughs> You don't have enough flannel on to pull off that look, sir. I'm going to curl it like a mustache. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, see, audio listeners, this is why you need to join us in the live chat over at youtube.com slash flexibus podcast because we have all sorts of fun when the podcast goes to video. So we do. But hey, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening all the same. We'd love to have you here. And it's. It's a good, it's a good time for everybody involved. So, with that said, we're messing with some new streaming software, so we might have some weird, some weird things going on that you might not see before or might not like. So, that uh, bear with us as always. But hey, we uh, the stream was up like at eight thirty and not eight fifty. So baby, baby steps, baby steps. I'm, I'm assuming your puzzled look is. Due to Josh's report of chat. No, I mean, I mean, if you saw me over here, I'm like working feverishly to make sure that all the the sliders are slid and all the uh, files are not playing randomly when I turn the volume back up you, and stuff. You look like uh, Tom Cruise in Minority Report. That's true. <laughs> Zoom and enhance. I like it. <laughs> and for you audio listeners, that was completely we were, useless yeah. for you. <laughs> yeah, that was some good podcasting there. That was us waving our arms around like idiots. So, the usual here for Flexibose. So, episode 199, we are almost to 200. I, wow, I don't, I don't know what to say. It's insane. Matt Knight is in the chat, as is Aaron Doherty, as is Josh Braboni. I want to say guys. that... Uh, guys. Thanks to you guys, I am drinking the Conway's Irish Ale. I am celebrating St. Patrick's Day a little bit early, getting my green and my Irish on, uh, because I put a poll up and you guys answered yeah. and told me what you wanted. So from from was... the from the bottle itself, you know that I'm not I'm not kidding here. I was too lazy to go to the garage, so I have bottled water. water. Bottled mm. water. Ew, gross. I didn't even know they would drink that anymore. Ooh. Uh, oh! It's a nice, ooh, it's a nice red color. 
as it may are looking for. Lucas is making faces through his beer glass. It's it's pretty. I'm in pain. Okay, that's enough. Oh, boy. <laughs> that's true. So, with as I said, we're almost to episode 200. With that said, again, repeating, you know, just deal with it. We want you guys to send us your stuff. Some of you guys already have done that. That's awesome. I appreciate it. We are thankful for that. But we want we want you, the community, to be involved in episode 200. And we thought that'd be a great moment to allow you to, hey, 200. In the world's of podcasts, I think 200 episodes is a pretty good accomplishment. I mean, I can't say that. It's been a quality of every 200 of us. So, but I mean, we're still here. It's we're been going like, for what? the quantity over quality. Uh, is this four? Is this four years? February, well, if you think, think if you think about about 50 episodes is a year because you know we don't always do an episode each week. Well, but I, mean, I mean, like <laughs> our, we released that episode. I think Flexibles was like the first episode we ever released was in February. I'm pretty sure of 20, 2014. It had to have been. Uh, I can't really tell because iTunes only, you know, our feed screwed up now and we only can go back 100 episodes. So I can't go back yeah. to episode zero easily unless we went on the website and um, God, nobody goes on the that. website. So with that said, though, we'd love to have you guys send us, uh, you know, even if you want to send a text, something in text form. But I, ideally, I'd love to have an audio clip. Uh, you can, like I said, cheer us, jeer us, roast us, toast us, all of the above. Boast us. And we're going to have a. That too. We'll have a mashup uh, vid- uh, compilation of all those submissions that we receive and play them on the air during episode 200. Uh, if you do want to send something, I'd like to, if you could get it to us like by the end of this week or at least during the weekend. Or who am I kidding? I, I'll probably wait and do it on Monday. I'm going to edit them all together. But uh, the sooner you get it to me, the better. You can uh, email. You can hit me up on fluxa at gmail.com or jason at flexdepose.com either or will work and we'll have a great little highlight reel of flexible's greatness to play on the air and since we're on the topic of 200 we will be doing a standard show be here on youtube and of course on audio feeds at next week tuesday 8 30 p.m our usual start time we'd love to have as many of you here in the chat as possible for that because we're just going to have a uh, hanging out having some great beer having a blast with you guys and it's just a, a celebration of all things flux to pose and i promise i won't delete the episode the next day it's a you guarantee don't promise things that you can't guarantee you say <laughs> you can guarantee, guarantee this it. i've learned i've learned from my mistakes i know better now okay yeah. good good so that's my that's our that's our reg- our scheduled uh network promotions we have to do you know scheduled nice. airtime you know yeah so <laughs> as we'd like to start out <laughs> as we like to start off every episode let's do a little irl we like to give you a little peek behind the curtain into our lives how we survive yes. what we do yeah lucas how our week's been yeah it's it, it's still winter Ugh. typically in winter it's flu season there's illnesses flying around yes how are you coping uh you know i'm on the defense I've been on the defense this all, all this last weekend because, uh, well, a little backstory. So I've always set up, I always kind of wanted a pullout bed in my office just in case I needed to um, be able to sleep down here or have a guest over and they can sleep down here because it's basically a bedroom, right? So it kind of doubles as our guest bedroom. 
And because of that, when my wife got sick over the weekend, I was like, or she had actually said, maybe you should sleep downstairs so that you don't get sick. Because I've already been wait, sick, wait. obviously. She was the sick one. She should be. She's already miserable. She should be more miserable. <laughs> That's what I said. There's- I said when I, when I'm sick I sleep downstairs and when you're si- when you're sick I sleep downstairs. What's the deal with that? So um, what's the deal with that? <laughs> exactly. Sorry, Jerry's not film. Um, well, it's always a good impression when you have to describe what the impression is. <laughs> Josh is on to you. He's like, she's not sick. You're just in the doghouse. No, no. I, I she was sick. She was very sick, and uh, thankfully she wasn't barfing. Or anything, but I had to uh, I had to keep myself on the defense. <laughs> it's called being married, and uh, so I slept downstairs. And that bed is so uncomfortable. Oh my gosh! Like it's the mattress itself. I swear is just made out like they filled a bag with nails and then threw it in this couch because it is it's so so bad. Like that's where you make your mother sleep. Oh, that's I, true. Well, not anymore. Now we have a pullout um, couch as well. So. Oh. That helps. She sleeps upstairs because she gets up early anyways. Um, so I was I was sleeping the first night. I was like, OK, yeah, I should probably sleep downstairs. Second night, I was like, all right, I bet you're still sick. I should probably stay downstairs again. Third night, I was like, oh, my gosh, how are you still sick? I want to go upstairs in the bedroom and sleep on that bed, which I also don't think is very particularly comfortable. But after sleeping on that thing, the couch behind me. Oh, man, that thing was like a cloud. So finally, after the third day, I was like, you know what? Even if I get sick, I don't even care anymore. I just need to sleep on something that isn't just a, a bed of nails. So right, that was a great weekend. Let me tell you, I got a lot of sleep. Very restful. <laughs> so I wasn't I didn't get sick yet. Knock on wood. But I did. Uh, I did not sleep very well. And uh, I'm suffering for it greatly. My health is. uh deteriorated to practically nothing but i didn't get so, sick so, would you say you're riding the storm out i was riding the storm out i was um let me tell you a little story about something something that happened on saturday jason I like by the way stories i have i have this microphone and like all this other stuff so anytime i need to do something in front of me i have to like reach around and through i have to do the reach around to uh to do such a thing especially typing um so saturday Saturday morning, I wake up and um, and there's no internet. Grab a brush and put a little makeup. Yeah, that too. Um, I had scars to fade away the shakeup. Um, so <laughs> sorry, <laughs> it's okay. So I wake up. There's no internet, and I'm thinking, okay, all I have to do is unplug how did you, it. How, wait, how it did you? In. How did you even get out of bed? Still, I would have been like, well. This day is done because the bed was Accurate. so uncomfortable. I was like, get me out of this bed right now. I'll do anything. Apparently what I had to do was fix the internet because I go upstairs and, uh, the, no, none of the lights are on. None of them. Not even one, not even the power. Did, indicator. Did, did you try turning it off and back on again? I did. I did. I unplugged mm. it and plugged it back in as if that was going to work as if That's like amazing. the fact that it doesn't have any power when it's plugged in, I'm just going to unplug it, plug it back in and suddenly it will have power. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Um, and so I, I, uh, I, I looked at it. I'm like, okay, that's not good. That's not a good sign, obviously. So, you know, my second, my second thought is, all right, maybe it came unplugged from the back or something, or maybe I need a different outlet. You know, I'm, I'm pleading at this point because I know that the harsh reality is that this thing has died. 
that that's the, the cable modem itself has died. And so, you know, I'm trying everything I can hooking it up, wondering if I have another power, uh, adapter thing that will plug into this thing. No, it's, it's not happening, mm-hmm. Jason. That so sucks. now the now the scramble, because obviously we can't go without internet for a day. No. God forbid. Um, <laughs> I sure as I can't. I won't. I, I, I can't. I, I won't. I, See, I you, didn't. You're living in that fantasy world too, where you're like, well, not fantasy world, but you're like, screw the man. I've got my own modem. I'm not paying your lease fees. That's I'm right. Take sticking it to you, and I'm keeping that money right in my pocket. That's right. Until, you, until it breaks and you have to buy a new one. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> well, Comcast, knowing Comcast, they'd probably charge you for it not working anyway. So. Oh yeah. Um, you have to pay a restock fee and then something else and then something else. And then uh, we hate you fee and technology fee and an HD I hate you fee. Um, yep. So, of course, we're going on Amazon and we're like, okay, how, how much is it just to order the one that I have uh, that I would be replacing? Uh, we've had this thing for four years. So, I mean, it's not terrible that it died. It's not like it died after one year. But, uh, you know, it's one of those things where you kind of expect it to just work. For yeah, the I, I don't know future. what the life expectancy is on a modem or. Well, it gets it was getting quite warm, and I suspected that's why I was cutting out those few times. So I wonder if that has something to do with it. Maybe it just heated up too much and just baked itself into into it. A, uh, Xbox 360 yeah, itself, pretty much. And so uh, you know, we're like, okay, should we just should I order the same one on Amazon? But even if I did that, we'd have to wait a day. And who knows oh, when it would. This is, I know. This is 2018. I know. You can't do that. Exactly. So, you know, and it might come at 8 p.m. the next day. So, really, that's basically two days. Um, and so I said, okay, I guess I better I guess I better face the music. I better go to the dreaded brick-and-mortar store oh, of Best Buy. Second only to Comcast in, on my shit list. Um <laughs> Because you walk in there and immediately you're swarmed by, and I don't understand, they, they had like 20 people working there and there were probably six people in the store, which was probably a record for them at the time. I mean, it's like, it was, you know, 10 o'clock Ugh. or no, it was probably noon on a, on a Saturday. So not a lot of people strolling into, yeah. um, I, I don't know. Anyways, uh, so I get there and, you know, of, of course I'm. I'm looking around trying to figure out and they're doing this deal where uh, if you bring in your old modem, they'll recycle it and give you 15% off the next one. Uh, that's uh, something that by there. Yeah, it was a little, it was pretty much the only reason why I decided to do it. And, you know, I go there and I'm like, all right, I'm only going to get the $50 one. <laughs> right. That's what you always do. <laughs> or at least that's what I always do. I'm always like, I'm going to get this exact one. And so I get there and I'm like, I can't find these damn cable modems. So I made the mistake of asking somebody. I'm like, hey, where's uh, hey, hey, bub, where's your uh, cable modems at? And he's like, oh, uh, let me uh, get somebody for you who uh, actually this guy right here, he works in the department and he'll show you. And then I knew I was doomed. I'm like, just point me in the direction. I don't need a salesman, not buying a car. Um, So I go over there and this guy talks to me. What you're you're you know, you, you'll be OK with this one right here, this mid tier one. But what you're really going to want is uh, this. one. I know it's twice as much as what you were expecting to pay, but uh, you got that 15% off coupon. Uh, We'll see if we can price match for you. Episode of South Park. 
I hear they got some internet out there at California way. Oh, we're all heading, we're heading west. Yeah. Um, did, did, you, did you see any spooky ghosts while you're in Best Buy? Uh, no, but I, I, I uh, any ectoplasm? It felt like a ghost town in there. Does that count? accounts um even the employee was was like yeah like nobody comes in after christmas like after, after christmas we get some people returning stuff but then it's like this and he like gestured and there's like nobody i in like here. I, I love that but you got that 15 percent coupon yeah 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 but you got 50 and we'll do a price match for you i will not be nice josh i will not be nice so there um <laughs> <laughs> this okay. I'll be nice. the The person who was helping me was fine. He was actually a decent guy. But you know, that's what they're the they're that's what they're there to do is to sell you what you may or may not need. You had the product picked out. You wanted to go in, get said product, and be gone. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, and so I eventually I settled on the next tier down of that same um that same brand. I think it's called Asus, A-S-S-I-S or something like that. Surfboard, which is weird what name are for the, a cable modem. What is the benefits of a higher tier? Is it better speed? Well, well, let me tell you because he, he, he was very – he was, he was upselling me hard um, and it was hot. And uh, so he says, well, I think of it as, you know, you think of internet now as a utility, right? And so I like to liken it to your sewer line. You have one sewer line that comes under the street and then it branches off in into your house. And the bigger sewer line that you have that branches off into the main sewer line, the more that's going to go through. And so if you if you have a yeah, weird analogy already. But so my internet is poop. Okay. <laughs> well, it's the tube in which poop flows. <laughs> <laughs> and so and so um he's like this this is going to allow, you know, more more devices to be streaming at the same time, yada, yada, yada. Um, and so I, I looked at him and I said, look, dude, I, I came in here expecting to pay 50 bucks. I'll buy the $70 one just because, you know, I, I do agree. Like, I didn't even look at the specs of the other one that was $50. I just was like, oh, that's $50. I'm, I'm I'll buy that one. So I looked at the specs of the $70 one. I was like, well, you know, it's kind of middle of the road. Let's just go with that one. So here's the kicker. The one I would have bought on Amazon, even if I paid next day shipping, would have been $31. Instead, I paid $77 after the 15% off and all that other shit. So uh, mm. the, the, the lengths you're willing to go just to get same day internet, I guess. <laughs> So. Now, how's the performance? Because we chatted about this as it was happening. And um, you said once you first had it hooked up, you know, you had some 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 degradation in your. It didn't your seem like power. it was running. I'm going to do a speed test, and it's going to knock this entire show off the internet. I don't know. It seems oh, like don't do that. I'm already doing it. Like right now, I'm getting uh, six five five megabytes per second. My upload is I'm not gonna do the upload, but five yeah, megabytes do down. Don't do don't do upload. So don't I don't do know upload. if no, no, I didn't. Uh so I don't know if it's uh needs to be reset again because I pretty much just plugged it in and let it go because it worked and by that point we'd been watching the same Curious George DVD for like eight hours. <laughs> so um I I just plugged it in and let it go, but it does not seem to work as well as the one that I had before. 
So I'm going to have to power cycle everything eventually and uh, check and see. Could be doing some kind of auto throttling thing, uh, like smart performance thing, but I, I don't know. I don't know. So, I mean, it works, obviously, because the show, I'm, I'm uploading your video, I'm connected to our chat, uploading it to YouTube, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So, for, for the most part, it, I can't really say there is a performance difference. Like, what's really the difference, the difference between 80 megabytes per second and 100 megabytes per second, unless you're downloading something and, yeah. you know, then it's the difference of, like, five minutes or whatever. Yeah, but Especially, like, if you're gaming or something, eventually, you know, the server, you know, the the... the Ping ping's going to be a bigger factor than your connection because the the delay between your sig- your signal hitting the servers and coming back that's a bigger difference than exactly than your speed your speed it's only going to be doing so much it's not like I don't know I, I the only time I feel like I only need internet like I'm really concerned about speed is like when I'm trying to install something on Steam or I'm trying to send you a file. Otherwise, yep. yeah, I mean, <laughs> uploading uh, Battle of the Beer to YouTube or something. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. So, yeah, but uh, like I said, it works now. I mean, we have Internet. We have the power. Um, you have the touch. I do. I do. Um, yeah, yeah that, that's pretty much it. Avoiding the plague. <laughs> so you're back, and You're back online. <laughs> and I'm back online. I got oh, I heard uh, a cough. Look yeah. Out. I cough every once in a while still. It hasn't gone away completely. Um, I hooked up into AOL online and I got a free free 12 months subscription. So a dial up. Mm. All right. 56, cool. 28.8 KB, KBPS or whatever we used to say back then because it wasn't mega, yeah. megabits yet. You know what? I think I should have a vote because my summer project, every, every time we do this podcast, I think about it as like, that poop color on the wall behind me is just no good. <laughs> I wish it was. I wish it was a little, a little bit taller. I wish it was a baller. No, I wish it was more taupe, like a, a gray brown. Yeah, I think I'm going to repeat the basement. This gray wouldn't be too bad. It kind of nice yeah, neutral color. Yeah, looks like chocolate milk. Chocolate. Okay. Chocolate. Uh, well, as for me, okay. So part of our Christmas gifts that we got, um, that my wife got. Her family and myself, so our uh, my in laws, my brother in law, my wife, we all she all got us um, ancestry kits from twenty three andme dot com. If you they've I've always seen more commercials for them, um, and we took them. So he had to do a saliva sample. I think like Christmas Day we did them all. And we got them mailed out the next day, and I just got the results in yesterday. Uh, was it last night? I think. Mine was like the last to come in, which is funny because I, I had a rough idea of my family genealogy, but not uh, not too much. So uh, this gives you like an exact breakdown of like where you're, um, you know, where you're where you're from, essentially. So I am no surprise. I'm 100 percent European. I mean, no, <laughs> no big, no big shocker there. What? But um, I w- wasn't aware that I am predominantly um, 40% French and German, and then uh, 33%, which is listed on here as British and Irish, but they can't really uh, distinguish right now between British, Irish, and I think Scottish. So that's all kind of uh, clumped together. And then uh, Scandinavian, 12%, because I knew, like, well, my grandparents always think we have, we're Danish, 
Um, so there you go. You spend your now money I... like you are. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, hey. So kind of cool to just find out, you know, see where you're from. And like, unlike my wife, like she, she had a lot of different, like smaller percentages from a lot of different areas, but I'm really clustered right there in, in Northwest, um, Northwest Europe. So you have more pure blood in you. That's right. I am a, I have the blood of a king, so I must be sacrificed like Game of Thrones or something, right? To the fire god, yeah. Yeah, the Lord of Light. So that was cool. <laughs> it's really interesting to see your, your results and everything. And they have more, like, they have, te- like, tests that determine, like, how much, like, what percentage of uh, of your DNA goes back to, um, now I'm going to wish I had the test up. Uh, hold on. Neanderthal, like they can tell your Neanderthal ancestry. 100%. So for me personally, I have fewer Neanderthal variants than seventy-seven percent of customers. So I have a lesser amount. So I'm I'm more advanced. Yes, quite. So I could have just go. told you that looking at you. You looked. <laughs> you got that advanced model look to you. But nobody ever. So there's that. <laughs> so really cool to see. It was like I. It was just hard I'm to be not- patient for the result. So. Yeah. How long did it take? Uh, did you say? I forget. Uh, almost two months. Two months. Wow. I, I never knew. I don't think I've known anyone who's ever actually done one of those. I've seen them. Yeah. Uh, I've seen. What's the other one? Ancestry where you just connect. Ancestry, your family yeah. Ancestry. Well, they have you can do a, you can submit a DNA test for ancestry as mm-hmm. well. And they'll do one. But I did. I like had a free trial for that. And I did a bunch of research on there because some of my family members have a trees that they started on there. But I found like I found like some census articles from when my grandpa was like six, you know, for his family. And I think I found I found like a boarding pass um, from one of my family members leaving. I think it was England to to Mm -hmm. come across. And then but because like my family, the bulk of them, they immigrated from England. And then on my grandpa's side, they went to Canada. So I had like my I think my great grandfather was like 100 percent French Canadian. So. Um, Quebecois, <laughs> that explains yeah. why you felt so at home when we went to Montreal. I could live yeah. here. I could live here. Now, so. were were they? Was the company upset when you sent them that semen sample? Because I know they didn't ask <laughs> by, you. By to, mistake. But, yeah. Well, the tube was really small, so I just figured I'd stick it in and perfect fit. Perfect fit every time. Oh just, boy. Oh, you know, kind of like Cinderella, Cinderella, and then the the glass slipper, <laughs> the glass vial, that old classic. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like that. Gross. Uh, they should have said yeah. two. And, and uh, beyond that, after I talked about it forever and was lazy about it, I finally shipped Mister Matt Knight his beer last week. Well, yeah. my wife shipped it because she's awesome. So I got it all packaged up, and I I rolled the dice, and I was like, I'm gonna ship a glass bottle. I don't have a good feeling about this. But I'm shipping a glass <laughs> bottle, and uh, yeah, it made it there. We even like I think we did we mail it on a Thursday. Yeah, I think we mailed it on a Thursday, and it got there on a Saturday. So even paid for that extreme shipping, and may have uh, inadvertently done it via illegal methods. But what we won't. Well, it kind of went out via the USPS and not UPS. Uh, but, ha, 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 ha. Not hey, to buy. We told them it was liquids, at least. So I don't know. I was watching, like I was feverishly checking the tracking results, waiting for it to get seized somewhere. <laughs> and then, <sighs> but hey, it made it. 
Nothing got broken, you which were is a maze. I think you got to like, I don't know. I don't know what the key is. I don't think you need to have styrofoam, but I mean, you just got to package it smartly and then definitely seal everything in like plastic. Like Matt, when he sent me his beer, he had all the cans sealed in individual plastic bags. So I did the same. So then if you do have something break, hopefully you can contain it. Yeah. I've also, I've also heard uh, diapers work well because it absorbs the liquid. That's a good idea. And they do absorb liquid. Trust me. My, my adult diapers, I can pee at least 10 times before I have to change one. (laughs) And I pee a lot. Um, that's actually a good segue into our next thing. Uh, but I was just going to say that, uh, when I was doing the information for what we're going to talk about next, uh, I posted a link to a video, I think of like homebrewacademy.com or something like that. And yeah, it was all about, uh, wrapping, wrapping it in bubble wrap. And I think I saw somewhere that the necks are what typically break because they're the, the, uh, um, hardest part to wrap because you have to like obviously you're wrapping around the body of the uh of the bottle but then you have Mm -hmm. this part where it's going to get kind of loose and so you uh they recommended putting rubber bands on the to hold the to keep it tighter wrap yeah and then like you said throw it all together make sure none of it moves and as long as it's not clanging around in there it should make it safely but again always make sure you lastly wrap it all into a um or put that the whole package into a Ziploc bag or garbage yeah, bag. Something, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean that's going to be the biggest problem. Because I'm assuming if you're you've got a leaking package, it's going to get seized. You know, <laughs> or they're going to like I don't I don't know how that would like. Let's say you did ship it UPS and it like you had a bottle break and you've got like beer leaking, leaking from this box. Are, are are they still going to deliver it? Or are they just no? Gonna they be throw like, it away. Yeah, that's so. what that guy said anyway in the video. Oh, okay. So, so I would take sense. his I would take his word since he's uh, said he shipped a lot of beer. So I'm I'm, I'm a little upset because my one uh, neighbor got like signed up into some beer club and they, mm-hmm. you know, they they mail you, you know, you get like beer samples every so many months. And so he had a 12 pack. It was a, a styrofoam container specifically for bottles. Yeah, but it was it was 12 count. And it's like, well, when am I going to ship? 12 bottles of beer. Yeah. I've seen those for sale, um, but they're wine shipper, like they're wine shippers. So you still have to pad it a little bit. And they're like 20, 25 bucks. Yeah. Matt, when Matt and I first were discussing trading, we were researching like containers or something like that. And yeah, everything was like really expensive, but what we could, well, let's just, let's just go right into it. So we, we, after we had talked about previous episodes and speculated with the live chat during these, these podcasts, we thought, Hey, we should do a beer trade. And then finally, um, we, we've had more than enough people interested and we've said, okay, let's actually organize this, organize this. And Lucas had, has taken that step. We have officially spreadsheets. The Flexible Beer Exchange is a thing. Uh, it is up on the website, but you have to have the special link to get there. Yes. So if you are interested in joining up and signing up for the Flexible Beer Exchange, message myself or Lucas. Hit us up. We'll we'll get you signed up on there. And you Preferably can, uh, Twitter, but Facebook. Uh, for some of you people not on Twitter, I haven't talked to any Facebook people. Um, and obviously the people who just listen to the show and aren't socially active, uh, just hit us up. Uh, Twitter, yeah. Facebook message us and we'll we'll give you those sick deets how many uh how many signups do we have right now i think seven all together including you and i yeah yeah so, so good number and yeah we've got a we've got a channel on our discord so 
Hey, speaking of Discord, we do have a Discord. You can join us if you want to. You can go right on the website. There's a button. Join us on Discord. Hit that automatically. We'll get you dumped in there. Let me know if you are on there and you want to be added to the beer channel because it is an invite only, uh, super secret, private access yes. type thing. So, yes. Um, Sounds like we're going to do it bi-monthly right now. Yeah, and, I think that's uh, overall consensus. Bi-monthly. We'll ship it out and uh, you'll get paired up with someone each each trade. And, uh, you know, it'll be uh, it'll be a sweet time because we've got a, we've got people from varying parts of the of the country so you should be able to get some unique brews i mean plus i think denny denny loose can get any beer anywhere just yeah. you know he's got the connections it seems like I, I i wish we had a listener from minnesota so that we could get some of that minnesota beer the surly brewing i want to i want another mm. um uh, coffee bender that was delicious that was, that was darn good that was darn good uh so i guess one thing we could talk about too you know you can obviously send stuff yourself, but I mean, we could even look into, you know, people <laughs> when you're, when you're trading with someone, you could look to split the costs of a shipping container and you guys ship those back and forth. I don't know. Most likely we're just going to use what we have around. I I've like after Christmas, I've ordered so much crap off Amazon. I've got a stockpile of boxes and paper and styrofoam and bubble yeah. wrap. So. Well, I, I figure that the, um, the initial investment of, of um like if you send it out in a nice packaging as in like it's packaged well and you make sure the bubble wrap can be reusable then it will be reusable for the person who received it so then you should just only have to keep that no, box around true. and then repack yeah. everything up that's a that's a good point once we get a good uh good method going i like it i don't know why the chat isn't appearing in the uh just an aside the chat stopped appearing in our video for some reason just randomly oh yeah Oh, well. uh, Mike Mike brings up a good point. We got cameraman Chad, and he's got family in Minnesota. Minnesota. Hey. Do they want to join our beer exchange for a <laughs> podcast they've never heard? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yes, Matt, we're all ready for the the glory of your your Genesee. Send it all. Yes, I t- I was being serious. I'll take one uh, as a joke. As a joke. Uh, well, only if I can send bottle. you some skunky Aldi beer and in, in its replace. It'll get. It's going to get interesting in summer when the heat is really active because I wonder how that's going to affect the beer. At least there won't be any light. But I don't think it's. I don't. I don't think it's going to sit around too long though. I mean, yeah, it's going to be on trucks and things like that. But I don't think it's going to be. A, I don't think it'll be a big concern. I was more worried about. Um, my beer like being cold and then warming up and can you know that type of thing yeah because right like because that's like the risk like when you're buying it from the store oh is it is it already chilled is it room temperature and then it's, is it going to affect it if it gets up to temperature in the back you know i always worry about those right. things but that's true so but yeah the flexible beer exchange it's a thing it's starting up we hope to do our first trades hopefully maybe ship out towards the end of this month so again make sure you hit us up if you want to join we'd love to have you mm-hmm. and if you don't want to join well you're a big you poopy head fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> that's what george lucas says uh reminder <laughs> to coming up poopy. coming up down the pipeline we've got netflixation still a thing uh next episode Featuring Netflix, uh, featuring yep. Netflixation will be the end of the month as usual, which will be the twenty seventh. So the episode after episode two hundred, and we decided to keep the theme going of being somewhat topical, and we're going to watch Cloverfield Paradox because 
I want to watch it. You want to watch it. I'm invested in the Cloverfield universe to a certain degree. I do like the Cloverfield franchise. So I'm kind of interested. I haven't watched Cloverfield in like eight years, I feel like. So I kind of want to go back and watch that again. Uh, Yeah, not since it came out in theaters. I I may I may have had a copy on an external hard drive at one point in time. What? I Not you? Don't know, no. Don't know how it got there. No way. It's right next to my copy of There Will Be Blood. Eli. <laughs> oh hey, that reminds me. I, I was looking at this earlier. I. We haven't played this in your forever. Milkshake. I drink it up. Mm. Also, just for you. Win it. Win it. It really whips the law. That was a ass. that was a bit of indulgence on our part. Sorry. Oh, uh, Winamp, I love you. Uh, so yeah, Cloverfield Paradox. When is that? Uh, the when is uh, the movie with Paul Rudd that we talked about? Uh, was it Mute or what was that one called? Uh, yeah, that, I believe it was Mute. When's that releasing? Because that's going to be another Netflixation along the way. Uh, don't just look up Mute on Google because you get <laughs> you won't some get stupid any results. Re- yeah, yeah. What a what a dumb. Uh, welcome to Berlin 2052. Uh, oh. coming February, February 23rd. Oh, okay, so this month, I mean, we could, we well, we'll do, we'll do Cloverfield Paradox, and I don't want to wait a whole month to watch Mute, but I guess we'll have to. Oh, we could break our own rules and just do it mid-month. Like some kind of crazy man. We did go in December without doing one at all. So we kind of. Yeah, so we'll do it to ourselves. I like when you you did your accent. You sounded like that guy from Road Trip when he was like, it's good thing you came (laughs) in summer. Winter's here could be very depressing. Miami West, number one TV show. (laughs) Number one show. Bye, Matt. Matt's leaving the chat. Say goodbye to Matt, everybody. Bye. Bye. So that's our upcoming Netflixation. We hope. You enjoy it. I hear I've heard mixed things, but you know what? I you know, I'm I'm trying not to let that filter me or you know sway me because you know what? A lot of people didn't like Bright, critics didn't like Bright. I enjoyed Bright. Some critics have not liked uh Altered Carbon. I love it. So I'm just gonna Ugh. go in and You're terrible. You're you're terrible at watching TV. You should not have You taste. don't like anything. You're like, I want, you're like, don't even know what's good. Well, it's important. It's important to be critical of all things because if we're not critical, then uh, how would we enjoy anything? If we can't rip it to shreds, <laughs> I I can't love it as for what it this is. This is not going to go the way that you <laughs> think. That movie didn't go the way that I th- thought. So that was <laughs> he was right. It did. It did it. Well, hey. There you go. How about how about we play an overclock remix? Okay. I'm gonna spin the wheel of mythic I mean of uh remixes. Josh, I don't know if we can handle bi weekly Netflixation. That's a big commitment on my part. I gotta give up game time to, to play to watch Netflix. It's oh my tough. gosh. Okay, so we have number four and it's Saiken Densetsu three. And I remember this game not this game, but this series. Because I don't know anybody who ever played it except for Tom. You remember Tom? Biking Tom? Yeah. Did I hit my microphone? Tom, he was Tom all R. about these games. It's an RPG series, right? Yeah, it's called Psyched Densetsu 3. It's got so many waifus in it. It's like so hot. <laughs>
Uh, I don't know why I'm doing that all of a sudden, but I love it now. I don't know, but I love it. I love it so much. So, okay, as Lucas stated, Saiken Densetsu Thrice, Moonlight Dance. Our remixer is Bat- Batistella. Batistella. Batista, the uh, wrestler? Yeah. <laughs> Jose Batista. And, uh, oh yeah, God. this is... Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Uh, that's a little preview. It just played in the window randomly. That was weird. Hey, usually the streams doesn't let you do that. Your internet must be more powerful. Than even you could ever imagine. Yes. Okay. Uh, This was released (laughs) by Square in 1995 on the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Um, What is our our song that's being arranged is Powell. Uh, Genre, we've got EDM House Trance, so you kind of get the idea there. Uh, Yep, this is from Overclocked Remix. As always, you can find this remix Many, many more at ocremix.org. Still got to work out some details. We're still going to have that OC Remix episode coming down the pipeline. Probably not till March, I would assume at this point. But uh, there you go. Lucas, are you yeah, prepared? I am ready. All right. We're going to play the remix. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll do some what you plan. We'll have some fun times. So stick around for that. But hey, let's play the song and we shall return.
There you go. There you go. Overclock Remix. Hope you got your... I'm going to add that to my pocket right now so I remember to hopefully update that playlist some year. Probably not. But... I like that one for being EDM, which is it was, very yeah, typical. It wasn't... Yeah, yeah, and that's hit and, that's hit and miss for me, whether I like it or not. I think... Uh, I think for episode 200, I'm going to pick the song. I definitely, I want to play that. Uh, I want to play that Street Fighter one, that funky one I shared, sent to you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Back. That one's, that one's sweet. So sweet. All right. That was, again, Overclocked Remix. And now it's time to move on with the show and talk a little. What you plan? Pizza it's power. kind of fitting with them uh, getting that new trailer in uh, Injustice. Huh? Turtles are in that game. Yeah, the oh, turtles are? are in Injustice. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. I haven't got a chance to talk it. I mean, to watch it, but Josh, Mr. Josh from the chat was talking about it on uh, PSVG's latest episode. I want to play that game because I like fighting games. Seems like a very well-supported fighting game. Like I haven't, I haven't played... Not counting like platform brawlers, mm-hmm. but I haven't played like I haven't played like a proper two D like a proper three D fighting game and oh boy, oh, I don't even remember. I think because like I think I get like um like the combo system. I feel like if you you have to know the combo system and you have to be like take Street Fighter for example. I don't think that's anything I could ever. Yeah, because you got to – well, and that's why you always play – well, their movesets aren't shared as much as you see in some of the brawler-type games because, like, you have uh, moves that are similar as in you do them – oh, the chat's back randomly. Um, <laughs> so weird. You do them <coughs> – like, each person has a certain type of move. Like, oh, I have a – this type of move or that type of move. Obviously, I don't play the the brawler ones very much, but in, in fighting games, they they typically are like completely different move sets. Nothing is similar. The only thing that's really similar is whether or not you do like the quarter circles or the half circles, or is it one of those where you hold back and then press forward or you know that type of thing. Yeah, like Street Fighters, the quarter circles, or at least it was last I played. Mm. So interesting. But I, just, I th- but I'm just saying I think you're right. Like, yeah, you pick one character and then you stick with them for a while until you memorize the move set. Right, that, right. That can. I think. Fun. Well, I think that's what I I moved on to. I think I I just have more fun. I excel more with the the type of game that Smash is. So that's kind of what I gravitate more to. But we're not here to talk about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah, we'll have that's another true. podcast to talk about that. Um, let's talk some what you playing. I didn't. I didn't have a whole lot here. You got a bit. Why don't you go ahead? Because okay. I can just slice things up at the end. Hey, there's Cody. He's sleeping. Yeah. He's being an a-hole. Cody, I'm doing a podcast right now. You need to be quiet. Jesus. <laughs> what a jerk. What a dumb. This isn't dog cast. Uh, okay, I'll go first. Well, first thing, more Witcher 3. Liking it. Not much to say right now. I mean, it's like a 60-hour game, so I'm probably not going to say much anymore beyond hey i'm playing more of it i did notice though that i needed to upgrade my equipment because i was getting my ass handed to me and i was like what is the problem with the um like why am i constantly getting my ass handed to me and it's because i 
just forgot to upgrade my gear. Like in this Ooh. game, you have to craft. Well, you don't craft. You find resources and then you take it to a blacksmith and then they'll craft something for you. So it's kind of I didn't really know that that was that important, mm. but now I do. So upgrade your fun gear, up, fun kids. Up the fun way. Yes. By dying a lot. That's the funnest way I can think of. Speaking of dying a lot, um, one game I do want to talk about is Just Cause 3. This was this is my side action game um, because I needed something to be completely different than fantasy genre type deal, either in the sense that it's not an action role playing game or in the sense that it's not a um, it's not a similar world. It's not a fantasy medieval setting. Uh, so I, I said, you know, what? I'll play Just Cause 3. That looks fun. Is that, is that kind of like your Saints Row a little bit, Style. yeah. I'd say but. more Saints Row than uh, than Grand Theft Auto. It, it tends yeah. to be a little bit more over the top. It has a little bit more freedom of movement. I mean, that's the big thing. Your movement is much more um, fluid. You can easily transition from uh, being able to because you have this harpoon thing that allows you to grapple onto things. So you can like grapple onto the side of a building and then you can open your parachute and glide and then, uh, open your wingsuit and then, uh, you know, travel that way and string it all together and then, you know, grapple onto a helicopter combo breaker. Exactly. Uh, so it's a lot of fun. Uh, because you're, it's a game that you can easily not take too serious. I have that problem sometimes where I'm like, oh, I need to take this game, like Witcher 3. I need to take this very seriously. Uh, I'm going to role play as a Witcher, and I'm going to pretend I'm a Witcher. No, not really. Uh, but I do take it a little bit more seriously where I try to do more. I worry about the lore, and I'm trying to be more like how Geralt would be, so to speak. Whereas in this game, you just blow shit up. Oh, well, I know how he would be, all right. <laughs> That's right. Bring me a unicorn and we'll have sex on it. Um, and that goes out. That goes to anybody, really. Um, so, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's really easy to take uh, to take it not seriously just because the, the, the way that the game is it doesn't take itself very seriously. Um, but it has some frustrating controls. I find a lot of the time, especially with the keyboard and mouse, this is one of the games I find quite often with Grand Theft Auto or... Um, just cause or any of, or even saints row. I tend to go from the controller back to the mouse and keyboard during the game. So if I'm controlling a vehicle, I'll use the oh, controller yeah. and then, and then yeah, on foot I'll, I'll, and when, especially while shooting, use the I mouse would do keyboard. that in uh, battlefield. Oh yeah. I could. Yep. Cause it's just like flying the planes was a lot easier with the 360 controller. Ex- exactly. Ex- good. Yeah. That's a good example. They have helicopters in this one. Same thing. Uh, so, but the problem is, especially like in the helicopters and stuff, I, I accidentally hit the wrong button sometimes thinking I'm hitting the correct one. And then I jump out of the plane and then, or the helicopter and then, and open my parachute and parachute away. And then the helicopter starts falling and crashing to the ground. Cause there's nobody piloting it. And then I'm like, damn it. I didn't mean to do that. I meant to press this other button. And speaking so of bad helicopters, annoying. what was do you remember, what was that game we'd play at land parties that was the b- battlefield ripoff? It was like a jungle themed, and there was like some islands, and you had it like like the helicopters were like flying a helicopter in that game was like WASD, just like 
point and click. It wasn't nearly as complex like with how Battlefield was. But what the heck? Wasn't it something jo- ops? Jo- was it yeah, was join, it ops. Jo- join ops? Yeah, was it join it, ops three or something like it, that? Or was I think it just join two. Ops? I think I want to oh say two. I'll, I'll look it up. But yeah, I, that's the one that killed my. That, but I, I know why you were saying it. I'm like joint operations combined arms, joint operations typhoon rising. Yes. Our yeah, team. you're like computer like. Like trying when you were like installing or something, your computer like I contracted exploded. NIMDA. <laughs> it was the NIMDA virus. Remember? Oh, yeah. That's right. You and it, it, blew, it wouldn't it blue screened on boot, and I had to completely reinstall everything. This is how nerdy we are. We were playing at our buddy's house, Jared's, actually in his backyard. We had a tent, like a like an open house tent set up, and we had yeah. tables. We had our laptops. I had computers in the backyard. God, we wish we had laptops. <laughs> playing. Playing computer games like nerds, and then we slept together summer. in the same bed in a camper. Mm-hmm. It's magical. Out of out of uh, necessity, just to be clear, not because there were other options, but we were like, "Well, it's cold outside. We better snuggle up." Uh, <laughs> even though that's exactly what happened. But anyways, um, <coughs> yeah. So all that to say, these are not joint ops helicopters. Yeah. Uh, but I will say that this damn game crashes like a mother effer. I, I didn't have too many problems at first, but if I played it for about 30, 45 minutes, I'd start to get this weird slowdown. And it mm. gives me a warning at the beginning of the game. I have eight gigabytes of RAM. Granted, not a whole lot these days, but sufficient for most gaming needs. It gives me a warning that I uh, my RAM levels might be uh, might cause critical uh, oh, game performance or something. Yeah. And that's because I don't think this thing was uh, coded very well for PC or optimized very well for PC. Um, so I had two, actually today I had two blue screens of death, one of which was mo- memory management, and the oh, other one no. was, I don't even remember what the other one was, but again, blue screen of death. So yeah, very frustrating. The game is fun, but it's it also has some pretty long load times. Once it does load, it doesn't, for the most part, most of the time it doesn't load much after that. Uh, unless you go into a mission of some sort, but uh, for the most part, the open world is an open world where you don't have to stop to load or anything like that. Yeah. So, uh, and then lastly, I watched some movies. Jason, I I have I had a bug in my ass for some reason about. I thought about this. I was like, I've never actually sat down and watched all of these Fast and Furious movies. I've made fun of them plenty of times. They kind of were like the Transformers movies to me. Like I watched like one of them and maybe like a little bit of the second one or something. But for the most part, I kind of just wrote them off as uh, below my below my uh, <laughs> my standards of what I would call the movie. Um, <laughs> but I said, you know what? Come hell or high water, screw it. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna watch them. I you know I'm slightly in the demographic. I like racing games. I like cars, you know, so I like sports cars, muscle cars, um, station wagons, Jeeps, SUVs. No. Um, so I thought, you know what? It can't be that bad. Like, it, it's not. Um, yes, Josh says seven and eight are ridiculous. All of them are ridiculous. But seven, like the more you the farther down the line you get, the more I realized they're more like James Bond or something where they're it's more about the stunts than it is about the cars. I feel like by seven and eight, though, they've embraced that side of it. So in a way, it's yes. going to like make the film a little bit better because they know it's ridiculous over the top and they're just going to. It's like the Expendables or something. Yeah, they just yeah. know it's silly. Uh, 
Well, let's start. Okay, so I started at The Fast and the Furious, which came out in 2001. I was a sophomore in high school, I believe, uh, or junior. Sophomore. What comes after freshman? Sophomore. <laughs> sophomore. Okay. I need to go back to school, obviously. Yes. Uh, so I started with that, and then uh, the next day I watched Too Fast, Twice as Fast, Two Times the Furiousness, and of course that is a title that will forever remain in uh, the history books as one of the most ridiculous titles that there has ever been. Uh, and here's what I found, Jason. Here's my findings. Number one, at least these first two, especially the first one, it's like Power Rangers for adults that like like <laughs> car enthusiasts. Because I think I could probably do a mashup of all of the camera moves that they do in Fast and the Furious and find something in the Power Rangers that or something like that that is very similar. For instance... When somebody drives like up in a, going. <laughs> when somebody, well, Power Rangers is always a good thing to, uh, to, to talk about. Um, when a car pulls into a parking space or goes up to the drag race line, there's like this push in on like the, uh, the rims of the car or like the motor or, or something like that. Some, something, but it, it it's so cheap looking that it doesn't really add any dramatic quality to it it just it's just like hey look at these sweet rims you know what i mean or whatever and in the first one the cars look freaking terrible they look like just regular people's cars that they slap some stickers on like the paint jobs are just regular paint jobs that you would get from like your your typical car you would just have your regular paint job and then you would put a sticker of like racing stripes over it or something it's just so bad um and so, yeah, it's just got this really childlike quality to it that just, I don't know, it's just so silly to me. Um, I do, the music in particular of the first one is so bad. I want to play a game. I, I wanted to set this up, but I didn't want to take the time to do it. But I swear to God, you might not be able to tell the difference between this soundtrack, or at least parts of it, and the soundtrack to Mortal Kombat, the movie, which I'm which came out like six years earlier. There's just like a lot of weird EDM techno from the early two thousands. That is just so bad. Like you hear it now and you're just like, nobody would listen to this. Like why, why is this what's, what's being played right now? Because it does not age well at all. Like that type of music sample. Is that what's going on? I'm going to try to, we'll see. Um, Like there, like there's a part where, and this is this is part of the cartoonishness of it. There's a part where like the the people, um, what's his name, Chris uh, or Walker guy, I can't. Paul remember. Walker. Paul Walker. May he rest in peace. Uh, there's a part where he uh, nobody knows who he is. He he works at this part store, and he pulls into the races at the uh, at the um, wherever they meet up at. You know, some abandoned I'm warehouse McHale, or something. Host of the new Shut up, series. Joe McHale. Nobody likes you. Um, and like he's just standing around. And then the characters of the movie are just like, hey, here's this douchey, uh, douchey looking white dude. Let's go talk to him for some reason. Like, I don't know. It's just so weird that. Uh... 
that uh, that's kind of like the aesthetic they went for was like basically where's the where's the place that they hang out in Power Rangers? The Grove uh Grove Oh gosh, what was it the I don't remember what the part uh, of their high school was. Yeah, but it was it was like the community center. That. The rec yeah. center. It's just like it's like that but for adults is what it looks like. It's just so ridiculous. Um I found it just a second. I'll see if I can get a sample here. The peach pit. Thank you, Josh. The peach pit? I don't think that's true. That sounds vaguely sexual, and I like it. Um, I forgot it was on HBO Go. I was thinking Netflix because I uh, always watch everything on Netflix, typically. Uh, and then as I'm pulling this up, the other thing is that it's, you know, it's it's a nice love story, this first one. Uh, but it's not a love story between the woman, his sister, Dom's sister, and our main character. No, it's a love story between Dom and uh, you know what's what his doing? name? Paul Walker. Paul Rudd Walker. All right. The stereotypes in this in this are amazing, by the way. You have group of Chinese people, you know, like group of Mexican people, group of... Okay, so you got to have Ja Rule because he's in the movie. Here we go. <laughs> Watch your back. Man, using my face. Uh, it's so bad. Of course, I'm scrolling through this trying to find the music and I can't find it. This is why you set things up. But ahead of time. But I mean, I don't know. It's just... After... Oh, here we go. After the first one, I don't understand how more of these got made. <laughs> I really Cause, don't. Because they, they made money. Yeah. Well, you gotta remember... I, I have to remember it was 2001. I probably would have thought this was cool as hell. Here we go. Mortal Kombat. Scorpion. Reptile. Oops. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Johnny Cage. So, um, okay. and I will say this. Out of these last two, I'm pissed because there's no 300 ZXs. I cannot believe it. In the second one, no 300 ZXs. That's bullshit. Uh, I... Or ZX's if you're uh, from Europe, but uh, Cal Cal feels your pain. Well, it's pretty shitty. And in the second one, there's a part where there's a ton of cars. Like they do this bait and switch where they get out of the cars they were in, get in new cars, and then they have like literally fifty cars come out of these garages. And there's not one 300ZX. Like, come on. <laughs> if if do you believe can have my 300ZX in it, then a damn car that, movie. No, shit. that's that's a good point. I'll uh, <laughs> I will I'll give you that. Well, I will give you that. Thank you, sir. And on that note, I will I will pass the floor to you. I I do plan on I am going to watch the in the order that is uh, chronological. So I will not be watching uh, Tokyo Drift next. That apparently goes mm. at the end. I guess so. That movie doesn't exist. Yeah, it's like a it's like a. Uh, spin-off movie. Just acknowledge it. I liked Let's it better it, than we, the first two. We need to keep our Fast and the Furious cinematic experience pure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotta keep it's true. it pure. That's true. Keep the keep the um timeline. You can't have it looking like Zelda. It's gotta be A to B, not no. A, B one, B two, 
and then over here is Z. I like Tokyo Drift too. So, anyways, all right, all right. <laughs> that said, the floor the floor is yours, sir. I never watched this. I just like I just like to be devil's advocate. Never watched uh, Fast and Furious. Tokyo Drift. Ah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of people don't like it actually. If I remember, if I remember mm. correctly. Mm. Well, as mm. for myself, I um, when did I start playing it? I don't remember. I started playing. Did I did I talk about Night in the Woods last week? I don't remember yes. if I did. Yes, you did. I did. Okay, so I I finished it. I played it through to its completion. Um, you know, it's I have mixed feelings about the game because it, it it's use the term game lightly. It's very much an interactive story with some light gamey elements that come into play, but like the, the writing is like very compelling and like, it does a great job of making you like care about these characters and like their interactions. And like, for the most part, the character you play as may is like a terrible person. (laughs) Just like the thing, the things she says and like her cut her, like, concepts and stuff she deals with she makes her kind of a terrible person but um like the game the, like the pacing is just a bit off for like the first the beginning of the game is very much a slow burn and it's very rep- repetitive and you're just kind of doing the same things over and over then you finally get like this this event happens that kind of opens up the story and mm-hmm. then like the, the like the last couple acts are just like and it's done you know like the it just everything just kind of came to a conclusion very abruptly i felt like and i as i was playing i was like focusing on the story getting that done and there's like there's a couple little things i want to explore and do but i was like oh I, i'll come back to that because i'm sure after i finish the game you know i can just load up the save file and, and play it pick it up where i left off mm-hmm. no when i finished the game my only option is to start a new game i can't continue my old game any longer it's like done so i was like Oh, that sucks. Oh, no. And and I kind of got this feeling like there's some stuff going on with her family. And the way the game concludes, it really only gives you a an a ending. I used it in air quotes about her group of friends. But I really was left wondering what's going on with her family, too. And like, because I felt like there was some 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 things that were unraveled that I wanted to see kind of get brought back together. So. It's just, Aww. I don't know. I, I feel bad because I, I do really like the game. There's just a couple things that kind of brought it down, uh, brought it down for me. But I, I, I do really enjoy like the oddball nature of it all. And like I was listening to uh, uh, last week's episode of Nintendo Voice Chat from IGN, and Pierce Snyder described it as like Wes Anderson. Um, I can't remember what other elements he put in there, but it, it is very much kind of like a Wes Anderson Whimsical meets type. Animal Crossing meets. Yeah. Um, something a little more darker, but you know, it, it's, it had some really interesting themes. It talks, you know, about, you know, depression and anxiety and some other social disorders, things of that nature. And it, it was, it was, did a really good job of making you care about the, the characters and like the way the dialogue feels really legitimate. And it's really, it's really excellently, excellently well-written. I think you could probably get to the game in about 10 hours. So it's anything if you ever want to try mm-hmm experiencing i mean it was really cool i still overall enjoy it i just a couple bumps along the way but it was still a, a pretty cool experience all the same and uh oddly enough i i got back into celeste i thought i was going to be done for that for a bit and i've been like driven to um get played through the b-side so again those are like in each level there's a cassette tape you can find that unlocks an alternate version of that stage that's balls harder 
and it has like a remix soundtrack. And uh, if you follow me on Twitter, I've been kind of uploading. I've been sharing some of my game captures from that through the the feature native natively on the Nintendo Switch. And my God, like this stuff is so hard. Like I got through a section today on my lunch. I had like 700 deaths, 700 deaths. Oh it's my God. just, it's insane. But I had to say like, there's times when I'm playing, I'm like, I have no idea how I'm, it's, it, it's possible to get through this. And I literally, after a while, I just like, I'm like, okay, I can't take anymore. And I put the controller down and I, I step away and I'll come back to it later and, and I'll do it. But I mean, it, as frustratingly difficult as things can be, it, um, it feels insanely rewarding when you pull it off and you get through something. I feel like I'm Rocky Balboa just running up the steps. You know, I, it, yeah. it's like, some of the best like re- like risk reward like sense of accomplishment I've had is just getting through some of that stuff in that game. And I know I don't have as many as low a death counts as other people, but just to say that I've like gotten through some of these platforming sections is insane. So I think I'm I, I'm on the last B side right now. Uh, and so once I get that done, I've completed all the B sides, and then I think I just have to go back and get some of the crystal hearts uh, from the regular levels, and then I'll be all set to tackle one of these the last extra stages then and only then will i be done with celeste and i'll move on but great game uh i really like it um really cool again really cool platforming gameplay with a little light mix of story along the way uh brawl out had a patch finally uh released last week i think wednesday night um tweaked a few things gave us uh regional matchmaking uh, has a brawl out TV option. You can spectate live matches or watch uh, watch them after they happen. Uh, nerfed and buffed some characters, so it's just kind of fun to play that again. I still really like brawl out. Their Discord is a toxic, terrible place. Don't go there. <laughs> Don't go there. So I, basically, a bunch. Basically, what you imagine like shitty kids on the internet in a fighting game. That's what the, that's what the brawl out Discord was. I thought you could have some decent conversation and be like, try to meet some decent people to play, but that's not the case. So don't, don't go there. If you're looking for, don't for go there. Don't go there. So, but brawl outs, you know, brawl out. And, uh, oddly enough, out of nowhere, I picked up a blast from the past, apparently like three years in the past shadow run. Yeah. Dragonfall. Yeah. I started playing that this week and it's actually been a great, um, break game at work. Cause I'm playing, I, Load it up via Parsec, stream it from home to my work computer, and I can get through. It's It's been a great game if you only can play like a half an hour because typically that's going to get you through like maybe one combat experience and then you just mm-hmm. step away. So I really was not far in the game at all. I think I was basically did like the first couple missions and that was it. Uh, so Dragonfall, what takes place in Berlin. Um it's been really, I have to say, like you said, it was tricky to kind of remember what the heck I was doing again. So for your experience, so since you've played it, I am currently trying to raise enough uh, funds so I can hire that, uh, pay the fee to hire that one chick to dig up the dirt. Um, the one guy to do the thing for the person (laughs) and stuff. Right. right, That's what I feel like I'm describing this, but so I'm just going around and doing odd, odd jobs and odd ends and, um, I have to say, like, being away from that game as long as I have and then going back into it, it's been a bit of a clunky experience. Like, that engine is a little unforgiving at times. And uh, I've had, like, 
I, don't get me wrong. I, I still like it, but I get frustrated with like, if I'm standing right next to somebody with a machete and I have a 95% chance to hit, I shouldn't miss. Yeah. Right. Or I or I have the one I have the one the one orc with the sniper rifle and you have to be like really far away from anyone to actually have a decent percent to hit. Mm-hmm. And it's just frustrating to miss with that thing, which I understand why because it does like twenty damage, but yeah, it's just frustrating to miss those sniper shots. So it's kind of like learning how I was how to play again. I had, couldn't even remember what archetype I had made my character. I'd, yeah, I was wondering about that. I was like, Street Samurai is what I went with because when I played. Um, Shadow Shadowrun Returns. I went with. A, I was a shaman, and I wanted to go like complete opposite. So now I'm a street mm-hmm. samurai. Uh, I have a katana now, and I just get up in people's faces and just do a bunch of damage and then run away. So it's been <laughs> it's been it's been really fun to get back into it, and I, like especially something like that, it's such a text heavy narrative focused experience. And I like I do like the combat. I've always liked the combat with what the Hairbrain Schemes did with that grid based you know strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to say, like, I still have a frustration, like, when you're doing, like, a big mission and you get, you kill, you end the combat, you kill all the enemies, but then you have to move your characters and you're still stuck doing, moving in turns. And it's every time I forget and I don't do it and I space my characters apart, that's when it bites me in the ass because then I'll enter the next room and there's enemies in there. And that's why combat was still turn based because it technically wasn't over. But now I've thinned out my squad and now one person just gets focused and destroyed. And then I'm like, Son of a sounds sounds familiar to something that we've I forgot to add to my list anyway that we played together. Yeah, we'll touch on that a little bit too. So, okay, um, it's been really it's been it's been good to get back into the world of Shadowrun. I'm let's face it, it's all thanks to Altered Carbon. That's the only way. That's the only reason I I would go back into that. So yeah, I just had that itch to visit something that Blade Runner ish world, and um, I really need the last night to come out because I want to play. Want to play that so bad, but yeah, I do too. Um, yeah, Shadow. I I still I really like it. I don't know how far I am or how far I have to go. I'm assuming I have a lot of game yet to to play through, but uh, I'm enjoying the ride. And as Lucas alluded, we did play. Uh, we talked about doing it forever, and we finally played it last weekend. Shadowrun Chronicles, Boston, Boston Lockdown, Boston Lockdown, the MMO version of Shadowrun that. Uh, I don't remember what happened with it. I remember there was one big development snafu or something happened or there. They just released it as free to play. I can't, I can't remember, but I don't think it's free to play. Cause I think it's still, I think you can still buy it on Steam. but it's essentially an MMO version of shadow run. It's well, I a- wouldn't say MMO because I mean, it is, but not in the sense that it's not world of Warcraft or anything like that. Yeah. It's very, okay. So, so it's, it's an online, it's a multiplayer shadow run. Yeah, I, I have to say, I was always curious to how they would take a turn-based tactical RPG and make it multiplayer. And, I, you know, it, it actually, it kind of works. Because I, like, I just feel like, it. to me, it's like you're an NPC. You know, you get to take your turn and do your own actions, yeah. and then I do mine. And it, it actually works kind of well, but the, their chat system is terrible. Like, it's yeah, very clunky. Good. And, like, typically you're used to being able to just type enter and then type. But in this, you have to actually click into the chat box, and you can't reposition it. It's just stuck on where it is on the screen. It takes up a lot of real estate. So that's not really a good alternative for you to use. Um, it, plays, the, it, it plays very similar to the Hairbrain Schemes games, though. In yeah. Terms of, I and do it, have to say, though, like you mentioned this, we were frustrated about it, is 
I'm used to being able to take a move act, take a move action, and then an attack. Or if I want to attack, then I can move. And in this game, if you attack, it ends your turn no matter what. Yeah, so I almost. I, I, I wonder like if there's. I wonder if there's something that you unlock when you start leveling up that allows you no. to do. Or that. maybe there's a skill. Yeah, like maybe there's a skill or a trait or a class that. Granted, has we that. didn't play. Ver- I think we played two missions because we had to replay. Yeah that one yeah. three times or something we like that. We got ourselves sabotage. I loved how, you know, you're like, I got this. I'll clean up. You guys just get out of here. So I moved the NPC who can't die. Then after I, as soon as I ended her move turn, I realized she was in the line of fire. And sure enough, we get this cinematic pistol fire from the enemy. <sighs> one shots her, drops her, failed the mission, had to restart it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I I feel like this is one of those games where it gets more fun towards the middle because you start unlocking like you, we don't even have Overwatch or anything like that. So. Yeah, I think it's funny how I'm a I went like a class a complete opposite everyone. I went like hacker such slash decker, and I have like this PDA on my wrist, and I thought I like so I I, gra- I grabbed a pistol because I'm like, well, I want to be able to kill people, but apparently I can just like digitally hurt people through my data pad yeah it's called like a data spike or something i don't know i wonder i figured i mean everybody in that world almost everybody has technology so i wonder if you like short circuit their their augments or something i mean i like i thought i'd definitely be able to destroy like turrets and things like that but yeah oh you're a because i know like those little dog things like it told me they weren't i couldn't attack them Oh. So maybe that is why. So maybe it's, you know, people that have augmentations or something like that. But it's just kind of weird to see how you're like, these little data lines go through the floor. And then they're like, all of a sudden the people just like, and drop they, over. Yeah, they like explode in uh, electricity a little bit. And then, yeah, then they fall it's over. Been, it's an interesting game. I mean, I'll, I'll definitely keep playing it with you. It's 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 Shadowrun. So I like that. The music the is freaking terrible. Yeah, music's bad. Horrible. It's almost non-existent. I ended up listening to like a Shadowrun Spotify Spotify playlist instead. Spotify. Spotify. That's right. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, boy. But you know, it is what it is. There's a reason why it's only ten bucks, but it's a fun little diversion. That I mean, we're fans of of Shadowrun, so it just gives us more of that that we want. So it's true. There you go. That's yes. our what you playing this week. No community grab bag, folks. I got no Josh questions. Josh had a question. We got no he Dan Anthony live, update. Josh had oh, a live Josh question. Oh, Josh has one. He was asking if that's how we... Uh, so going by this philosophy how, uh, philosophy, philosophy, how do you guys watch Star Wars? In, in the talking about our, versus... I, I, don't, I don't have my community grab bag music. I can't answer the question yet. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Thank you. Much better. It's an oldie, but well, a goodie. Um, typically, I, I, Josh, I'd always just watch Star Wars and uh, release order. Well, not even release order. I, I've watched a couple different ways. I've, I've watched in release order, and then I've watched just straight episode one through six, you know, boom, boom, boom. But when... Cody! But when Cody. I... Uh, <laughs> when I made... When I made my wife watch Star Wars the first time, we did. I did the machete, machete, Danny Trey. Uh, yes, I think you talked about that on mm-hmm. on the podcast a long time ago. Which, which, I, which I enjoyed that. Way. So, for those unfamiliar, you start off with episodes four and five. 
introduce yourself to Luke Skywalker, begin that saga. You end on that cliffhanger of Empire Strikes Back. Then you go back to Episode One. Actually, in some some versions, they just skip. You have to skip Episode One. But go back, watch Episode <laughs> One, Two, and Three, get the backstory, and Not then jump back to Episode Six for the climax. And then now you can just jump right into Seven and Eight. But I haven't uh, I, I haven't done that now with Rogue One. So you got to throw Rogue One in the mix too, because I, I I do want to watch Rogue One episode four back to back. Because I haven't ever done that. The mach- the machete. Um, see, that's an important thing. I do feel like, and I've been thinking about this. When my son grows up and gets old enough to start watching them, I don't want to introduce him to one through three first, because. I don't want to have to be apologizing the whole time and being like, no, it gets better. Like, trust me when we get to four through six, it's yeah, six. It's going to be so thing. much more like, fun. The young kids really have, that were young when those movies were released really liked them. You know, there's the charge. I'm not R willing to take elements. Yeah. But you know what? That's not an excuse because kids also liked the four through six as well, but also yeah. ad- adults did too. You know, here's the thing, though. I'm a bad person to ask because I don't mind the prequels. You know, I've consumed – unfortunately, you shouldn't have to be like me and it consumes so much other material material between (laughs) – Material. You know, I did say material. Between, like, the Clone Wars series and the novels, you shouldn't have to do all that to make those books, those movies enjoyable. But I – after watching and reading all that I have, I do really enjoy what's going on. And, like, when I was was younger – like that whole all the political crap that's going on in episode one it was terrible for me but going back to it now i kind of like really enjoy it because i just i love to see the the puppet master that palpatine was and just all all the manipulation and things he's setting in motion back then yeah sounds like nathan thomas now (laughs) i did like yeah i i agree like the more i thought about it the more i don't mind the first three star wars um there's something to like out of all of them, but I don't think any of them are well-rounded as an overall movie experience. I like the pod racing of the first one. has nothing to do with Star Wars, really, other than that there's pod racing. Like, it's cool to watch, but... The Boonta Eve classic? Yeah. Um, and, of course, the midichlorian scandal. Uh, but hey, then, let's let, which Yoda do you like better, the CGI Yoda or Puppet Yoda? Puppet Yoda, come on! No, have you seen Episode One, Puppet Yoda? Well, I imagine so. I guess I don't oh, remember. Oh gosh, do yourself a favor after we're done with this episode, go on YouTube and do Episode One Yoda comparison because when that first when that aired theatrically, Yoda was a puppet, and then they realized how god awful he looked, and they CGI'd him. To How the do they do a seen. puppet better in the seventies than they did? I I don't know, but he just looks horrible. It's just, it's terrible. Luckily, they did at least they got it right in, in episode eight. But yeah, I don't know what they did. I don't know how you can have a puppet from the, in nineteen eighty that was so effective, but then in two thousand and what? I tell you what it is. 2001 you couldn't i don't get it i tell you what it is it's because back then you could make puppets out of like lead and and (laughs) asbestos and then they couldn't do that anymore so they were like shoot we gotta make this out of what is that stuff latex rubber whatever i don't know whatever they use on face off so that's the problem you you would be you would be (laughs) that's the best takeout ever Uh Outtake. Take out? Take out, yeah. Outtake. Take out. 
The best takeout. Ooh, that's that's our next episode. Is the best takeout in Grand Rapids? It's very applicable to all of our listeners. How big you get in food of this kind? Ah. Pretzel rods. I still think it looked like pretzel rods. <laughs> they do look like pretzel. Rolled, rolled gold. That's Definitely right. rolled gold. Mine, those, mine. Those pretzel rods. Um, Mike had in his basement. That's probably oh, the problem. <laughs> so, Josh, inside joke. Thanks for the question. The rest yeah. of you for shame, for shame. Shame. Uh, Shame! Sorry, I don't have a bell. I can snap. Well, oh, a snap. It's the end of the podcast. And then I play this. You hear it? I do hear you it. hear it? I need to I like. I need to uh, resample this or whatever because it's much lower than many of the other songs that we play volume wise. A remix? A flexible remix? Oh, God. All right. Gang, that is going to conclude episode 199 of Flux Suppose. We uh, are, yes. We're on the eve of 200. So we'd love, again, we'd love to see as many of you as possible here in the live chat so we can have a great time. Episode 200. If you can't make it, we understand. But hey, send us your audio sample because we'd love to hear from you to bask in our glory, to celebrate our accomplishment. Because I still think not many podcasts make it to 200. We've been doing this a long time. I didn't think we'd still be doing it. Lucas, you probably didn't think we'd still be doing it. Hell no. I didn't even think we'd hit 50, and here we are at 200. So, That's right. Stick around for that. Nothing else, though. Remember, uh, it's, the best, it's the best podcast you're Sug- not listening to. So. <laughs> uh, suggestions for episode... <clears throat> suggestions for episode 200 you will give us. Uh, because I think we're going to do kind of a fluid episode, don't you? Aren't we? Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, kinda... we're just hanging out, having a good time. So, I mean, if you guys have anything specific you'd like to hear about the show, the history, our friendship, you know, we'll give you, we'll, we'll pull back the curtain. Or if you just want to watch watch us play uh, Toe Jam and Earl, because <laughs> yeah, we've we'll also we'll talked just, about that as well. We'll just stream Toe Jam and Earl the whole time. We still have to do the podcast, but we also have to play a video game at the same oh, time. God. All right, we'll figure it out. But hey, that's next week, so. Come join us on Discord and tell us why we shouldn't do that. All right. I'm out of here. Lucas, you're out of here. Yes. Good show, my friend. Let's do it again in seven days. Goodbye, everybody. (laughs) The soundboard was muted on the after show. (laughs) So there's like... A silence, and then it comes back up. Uh, hey, hey everybody. Um, frickin', frickin' Jason forgot to to thank all of our patrons on Patreon. What, what, what a flippin' idiot. But, uh, I, I want to say, give a special thanks to our, our arbiters of awesomeness, uh, Sean Capri, Edwin Callow, uh, Tyler Rowland, and Nathan Horton. And uh, give a real special shout out to our ex- exec- uh, executors of of uh, excellence there, uh, Josh Barboni, uh, Dan Anthony, and Siri Renee. Hey, uh, thank all you guys. We really appreciate it. Uh, keep uh, keep uh, keep the train rolling, you guys. Uh, thanks so much. Uh, okay, okay, I'm gonna go now. Bye bye.